Hey folks, just a warning before we get into the episode that this episode will contain some spoilers of the game we're playing. So if that's something that you want to avoid, and maybe come back to it once you've finished it. Uh, if not, then stay tuned and we hope you like. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I am your host, Jared, and I am joined, as always, by my other two beautiful hosts, Kai and Ben. How are you guys doing today? We're dope. Pause for card. I'm, just for card. Assume, I'm assuming Kai's dope because we spent like 10 minutes talking politics before the show, and I know you <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're recording at a, at a reasonable yeah. time. It's 12 yeah. in the afternoon here in sunny Los Angeles, California. Kai and I are like dressed. I mean, I'm just wearing a I've t-shirt, eaten, but... I've showered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well. Never ask what is under the camera. Um, all you see is a t-shirt, and that's what... You... Sometimes the people who I record with don't even see t-shirts on me, so, you know... Ooh, dang so and some of us aren't so lucky some of us are blessed with seeing uh ben my, life, and... my life changed that day i'm gonna be honest <laughs> you're never gonna be the same after that you guys are doing good though yeah yeah, yeah. i told you we went axe throwing me my dad my brother nice. fucking brilliant it was really good um and there was these like people there with us that were celebrating their 65th birthday of like one of the women there Oh my gosh, that's so awesome! <laughs> we were just we were just throwing knives and axes with a bunch of OAPs. It was fucking brilliant. I've never they were, been they were the nicest before. people. Do you know never what? Been. It's actually really fun. It's um, it's a lot harder than you'd think, but it is a lot of fun. Kai, have you been? I mean, I've thr- not officially. I've, I've thrown, never thrown, I've thrown axes, thrown axes. Not, in a, not in a safe environment. <laughs> I grew up going to the fucking forest and doing all sorts of crazy shit. But yeah. Kai used not, to throw man. things at me. He's yeah, thrown man. arrows at me before and almost uh, made me lose an eye. That is a real story that happened. Yeah. Oh, shit. Unsupervised yeah. children in the woods is uh, always yeah. dangerous. Uh, yeah, I've seen but... Stand By Me. I know, I know what happens. We How were we were about two inches away from a standby me moment of me trying to hide Jared's body. <laughs> there, uh, there was a, there was a, the wood. Yeah, exactly. There was a, a a big chance that in this podcast I could be wearing an eye patch right now or have a fake first, eye. Like first mistake, like a big false eye patch though. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 First mistake, m- my parents allowed us to watch the movie Troy. Uh, yeah. It was a fantastic movie, but it's fantastic very violent. Movie. Yeah. Uh, second yeah. mistake is they were like, "Now get out of the house. You've been inside because you've watched Troy." And so then we were like, we're going to reenact this. Uh, third mistake is I had access to weaponry. Yeah. Uh, fourth mistake is I'm a fucking god. And from about 20 feet away, hand through an arrow directly in between Jared's eyes. It literally uh, hit me between the yeah. eyes and I started, I started bleeding. And yeah. her, his parents, parents was not happy about that. No. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I mean, we did some dumb shit when I was a kid. Like we, but, we no, but never that stupid. <laughs> like we would reenact. I mean, the, the the dumbest it got was we would reenact reenact wrestling, and um, yeah, I, where I used before. to live, we used to do it outside on the grass. So we'd be like power bombing people on the grass, fucking hurt, <laughs> and suplexing each other right. into the ground. <laughs> so there was like, um, like one of the blocks near where we lived. It had like a bin room that you could climb up the outside of and onto the roof it was about mm. probably about 15 feet up and one of the guys somehow to this day i don't know how 
managed to convince one of the other guys to let him choke slam him off of this 15 foot bin room. And he did, and the dude hit the floor, and the dude didn't move. And we was all like, oh, <laughs> I think he's dead, don't you? <laughs> um, he was just extremely winded. He, he was luckily, I don't know how, but by the grace of some superior being, he was okay. Um, but yeah. Kids bounce back. Yeah. You want to injure, injure yourself when you're young. Right. And it will heal quickly because when you get to our, well, when you get to my age and you're old, uh, things don't heal quickly. Bro, you're like a couple years older than us. Bro, I'm thirty in eight months. <gasps> I'm are old. I'm thirty in like two and a half years. I'm right. thirty in five years. Um, <laughs> growing yeah. up in the UK, did you have like access to like BB guns and airsoft rifles? Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, um, Unofficially, no, but officially, like we could do, yeah, yeah. Okay, bro, they were, they were like selling of, that stuff on, of, on like markets exactly. where we live. In the yeah. most, in the most American way possible. A lot of my childhood, I had some form of weaponry in my hand, and a lot of my stuff. early childhood memories are getting violently attacked by people with airsoft rifles. Like, like the first small, time I went over to a very girl. close friends of my that small girl, yes, we were hiding in a like little bush area by my house as a child, and maybe a. What do you think? Eight, eleven, yeah. somewhere yeah, eight, in there. Eight-year-old, fully automatic, <laughs> uh, fully automatic airsoft rifle from maybe ten feet away just started unloading into us. That was oh. that was an experience. Wow! Uh, but the first time I ever went over to one of my very close friends' house, uh, who we're still friends with to this day, his brother took a German-made full metal airsoft rifle, uh, and literally I had to dive behind a group of boxes at his front door because his brother wouldn't let me in the house without shooting me with the airsoft rifle. And that was that. that was one of my first experiences uh, going no, to his house. We, um, no, we, 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 like guns, like BB guns and air guns and stuff, they're a bit harder to get hold of in the UK. Um, as, as they mainly, should be. <laughs> mainly, yeah. mainly where I live, like if you go to like rural UK, um they're, they're they're a lot more sort of lenient with their like shotgun licenses and stuff like that like so. yeah where's where's our weak background check for those bb guns it's really oh necessary to you stop. wonder why we have a gun problem do you know how many airsoft guns i had as a kid i Sorry. i i looked like when in movies they show like the spy lair there's just like fucking <laughs> like a wall around. of like yeah, airsoft like a guns. wall yeah bro in the in the uk to get an airsoft like we went to the x throne today and they do archery crossbows and airsoft as well and they have some live ammunition like they only go up to oh interesting they only go up to a 0.22 caliber which is like fuck all really like they're fucking yeah. tiny um <laughs> and weaponry. so even to just get like an airsoft rifle you need to supply your photo id they take a copy of your photo id they take the serial number of the gun like yeah. everything they don't need everything. shit here that's like, like you want a gun Fucking, it's Alan DeGeneres. We you were, get a gun and we you were buying air, We were buying airsoft guns as 13-year-olds at swap yeah. meets. Hand nothing, over nothing, nothing says American like coming out of the womb and shooting a doctor with a BB gun. Like, that's, oh, just, exactly. that's just pure blood in America. Well, I remember yeah. one of my first uh, Christmas presents. I think I was maybe like five or six. My grandfather got me a uh, like shooting gallery, like full-size yeah. shooting gallery what with a fuck? like... Yeah, so it had this uh, like six-revolver pistol that shot like these projectiles and it had this whole like can set up and that was like one of my f the first things i remember was i the, yep. one of the first things i, I did as a child was learn how to shoot, shoot a gun. guns yep yep mate the closest we got was we had like guns with like 
people in the UK will know what I'm talking about, like plastic caps with like really tiny amounts of gunpowder on. Oh, oh there's like little, and like, little popping things yeah, and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. was the closest That's we got. Crazy. That was the That's closest great. we got. Uh, I, I know um, it may be hard to believe, but uh, we do talk about video games here. Yeah. <laughs> Not guns on Jared, how are you? Are you? Are you good? You good? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing great. I'm. I like our little like banter that we had before the podcast. You know, I'm hyped up. I'm ready to talk about games and oh, guns. Orange shirt. <laughs> Still trying to get this back on topic. Yeah. One day we are. One day we're gonna do an episode about the man who only wore orange t-shirts for free. I am gonna close there. my window because apparently okay, they are manufacturing steel outside. I don't yeah, know exactly. While, while he's doing that, you. You tell him who we are, Jared. Yeah, if you don't know, if this is your first episode, what what an interesting oh, episode. <laughs> exactly, what an interesting episode to start with. Uh, we're your play-along podcast, a podcast that plays through games. What we do is each week we will come together and discuss the games that we are playing. We will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game into sections, and then we'll come together, recant the narrative. We'll talk about gameplay. We'll talk about mechanics. And at the end of each episode, we'll kind of see how we're feeling at the end of, of that section and how we're feeling about the game at that point. Um, yeah, if that sounds interesting to you, follow us on social media. Our link tree is anywhere where you see found our podcast. Uh, stay tuned with all the games that we're playing and stay up to date with what we're playing through each week. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts because it makes us happy and it makes more mm -hmm. people uh, able to listen to our podcast and we get to appease the almighty uh, algorithm yeah. overlords that we all... Look, guys, uh, let's, let's be honest, right? We want to do this for a fucking living at some point to be able to do that. We need <laughs> to have an audience, right? And we, we can't have an audience without the algorithm on our side. So exactly. if you like what we do, let the algorithm know that we do the good stuff and the algorithm will tell other people the the lord's work as stuff. as some might say <laughs> yeah it is truly magic nobody understands the algorithm yeah exactly the algorithm does not stop or go for anybody it, it has its own will and we're just mm -hmm. trying to ride this wave as as best as possible um but yes we are currently playing through the quarry and if you missed the last episode uh it was a long one it was a lot of yes. uh a lot of technical issues on our side and just a lot of Fucking world building like the, the side yeah exactly we're we're we've sorry we've ever uh tarnished the name of zencaster because we, we've made full circle back and we we came back with our towel between our legs yeah. and <laughs> begged please please take us back we're sorry for ever talking shit yeah you thought, you thought that bitch was better huh then she gave exactly. you herpes yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, in the last episode, we started the quarry. We got introduced to kind of the world and the cast, like we were saying. A lot of world building was was done in those episodes. Uh, and then today we're going to be covering chapters three and chapters four. Uh, as we kind of hinted to in the last episode, or rather kind of not prophesized, but we thought like, okay, after this chapter, after chapter two, things were going to start like picking up a little bit. Uh, and they do. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Exactly. It doesn't what we pick thought. up, man. It's like it's like you know on a roller coaster where shit's going up and you're waiting for the drop. Like, yeah. The the beginning of chapter three, the first like fifteen minutes, is like that bit just before the drop, and then it just yep. goes. And yep. the next and two chapters are just fucking action. Yep. It just it just goes and goes. So we ended the last chapter with the gang playing truth or dare and Abigail running into the woods upset because Emma, 
kiss Nick. Nick is the guy that Abigail likes uh, mm-hmm. to make Jacob jealous. Jacob and Emma were in a relationship previously. Can I ask a question really quick? Just to, I'm not yes. trying to derail, but I'm genuinely curious. And if people are listening, they can let us know on the socials as well. Have you guys mm. ever played a game of truth or dare that hasn't ended badly in some way? Yes. Yeah. Really? Every yeah, game absolutely. of truth or dare I've played has like unearthed some like <laughs> deep, like some band-aid that was covering something has been ripped off and has caused a rift in a group or we've never gone to the point of like people kissing one another but some yeah. shit has come up that someone didn't know and it has pissed somebody off no our, our true the dare games are pretty civil Mate, maybe we just go too hard in the uk i don't know what's <laughs> like <laughs> A lot of my truth or dare games were centered around only young boys, so that's you can't... that's fair. Yeah, oh, only young boys were very, uh, you know, repressed sexually. So it's not very only easy. not only repressed sexually, but repressed like emotionally. They're not going to yeah. like talk into deep yeah, topics. We're going to be no. like, is it true that you ate dirt once? Mm-hmm. And we're like, also, <laughs> it's always there too, so that helps a lot. Because like, oh, okay. you know, it's yeah. like oh, truth or dare, and I'm like dare, and they're like eat a banana <laughs> with mustard on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Like drink uh, a jar of pickle juice or something like yeah, that. Was our like, like dares? And then like a little tummy ache, like, and you play like seven hours of Mario Party. And yeah, that's... exactly. And then it gets <laughs> sort of like I dare you to like French John, and you're like, oh man, dang, it's kind of cute, but like you know, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm there yet with John. Yeah. <laughs> Gr- growing up, there was only one uh, female in our in our group. Well, at least in my younger years, uh, and she was the older sister of one of my friends, and I was mortified of her because she was a, a pretty girl, and I could barely talk to her. So no truth or dare was ever going to happen. Where I was like, okay, right. <laughs> that's the forbidden fruit, bro. Yeah, yeah I was exactly. like, exactly. you're a foreign species. I'm not even going to engage with you. I don't. Like, understand. Oh, here with a stick from afar, and you're like, this is fascinating. Exactly. What is what you're crazy? Uh, but yes, Abigail runs into the forest, upset that her best friend has now made out with the guy that she likes because they didn't just kiss they just they went for it oh um and you're now you're playing as abigail kind of walking through the forest and this is actually where we got our first tarot card which this one i don't know to miss (laughs) yeah but this is how we've seen them because we've seen a couple after that they've all been very blatant you know when you when you're walking through the forest there's an immediate camera shift and it shifts to a different perspective of like mm-hmm. up in the high trees looking down at abigail so she's walking through this forest and you see a tarot card on the side of this tree um so is that how you I saw am- yours or was it was yours different when you found them last episode no that was how i found them the one that my brother found was um like a low camera shot that was looking up at somebody who was walking in the background of the mm. cabin and so from what I understand, they are basically in set locations that you have to walk near that will then yeah. change that camera angle. So like, for instance, in here, you find a tarot card because you have to walk down that path. There's only one set path in the forest. Right. But later on, I found another tarot card. I found two in this section. And that was because there was a branch in the forest and I went down one of the branches that turned out to be like a dead end or something. But I found mm. that tarot card because of the angle interesting yeah i mean when we saw it the first time it was just so like mind-boggling that we had missed them the first two chapters because obviously after every chapter you met with the tarot card lady who then then shames you for not being the, able mm-hmm. to find her cards and saying like if help me help you kind of situation yep. and it's like with these very obvious camera angles and like here's this card you think that we would have seen them before but i i guess you're right if there is kind of branching paths or if you're not exploring every section of the game 
then mm-hmm. I guess then you can easily miss uh, those. Yeah, parts. it's it's similar to um, complete throwback, but it's similar to like Batman. I think it's like Arkham City with the Riddler trophies. Never played it. Oh, okay. Well, so, so essentially in Arkham City, it's like a a big map, and you have mm. to explore every inch of that map to find all these Riddler trophies. And they'll be in plain view, but like round the back of something that you didn't think to look around the back of and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just while we're on the topic of the Tarot Lady, because we don't have a need to talk about her, we've discussed her, what yeah. she does, her purpose. Um, you get a tarot card, she shows you a prophecy. Interestingly, I got two tarot cards in the same chapter. And mm-hmm. if you get two, yeah, she one. says to you, you ha- yeah, exactly. I didn't know if you guys come across that. She makes you yeah. choose which one you get and you choose i had the stars and the tower yeah yeah i think it's, we got well. the same thing in this section yeah, too, yeah. and Which she, she made she made pick one yeah it is a little bit bullshit but it's like i guess it's trying to play into that idea that like because i mean tarot cards are all to do with you know supposedly uh reading the future and seeing right. what's coming and understanding someone on like a spiritual level and understanding their journey so i guess the idea it makes sense but at the same point it's like bitch i found two of your tarot yeah. cards like fucking show me both so which See, one did you it, choose i chose the star mm. we chose the we tower chose, yeah we chose the tower i don't remember what i saw i think Ours well it's 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 interesting too because it's it's I feel like it's different than Until Dawn's like you know depiction of this like you know prophecy like didn't they right right but when they when they showed it to you I feel like it was a little more clear as what was happening in Until Dawn you know, there there were even scenes of people dying and like uh, dying in certain ways which maybe that's the case here I'm not sure um, but with but ours this- like it's like a vague fuzzy clip I think ours was a showing of Emma and she had like a gun in her hand and but that was mm-hmm. it they're very fuzzy and they're very hard to kind of make yeah. out what's happening mine this was the problem with my one is when I picked the star because it, it goes across to a crystal ball and you watch it in right. this cloud in the crystal ball mm-hmm. but in mine it was lots of like this is a really weird reference some people might understand it but it was like a fucking Edgar Wright shot like it was like boom 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 there was like six things happening yeah, it was similar. and I ha- I couldn't. I was like, was that Jacob? That looked like Jacob, but it could have been mm. Nick. Like I didn't know who was who. Yeah, and I I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to go back and rewatch them. I know in Until Dawn you could go into the menu and watch right. the totems. Mm. Um, I personally haven't found a way to rewatch these prophecies in this game, but I also haven't looked for it. So right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, we continue walking through the forest as Abigail changing different camera scenes and kind of hearing rustling. And we we every now and then shift to this perspective that looks like it's it's of the creature, which we will now know after this is like, oh, that's the perspective. It's all blue. It has like the weird veins on it and everything. Um, but Nick has followed us in like into the forest to try to you know make amends for what what had happened. Uh, one of the fir- the first choices here too is he's calling for you, and you can decide not to call back or to call back. I think we called for him. We called out into the forest, Nick, and then we so eventually met. I didn't because okay. Abigail's walking along, and she hears that whispering that we had before, where the person's yeah. like Silas. She's like Abigail, and so when I had the chance to call out, I was like, "No, fuck that, man!" Like I've I've seen shit in these games. I've I know how this shit goes. 
I'm not You're calling back. Um, it is unfortunate that so you guys called out, which means Nick came straight to you. Right. Yep. Yeah. So in my one, I ignored him, and then you keep walking through, and you hear it again, and you get the option to either follow the voice or to hide. So oh, I I hid which kind of further cemented this idea of like oh shit something is after me mm -hmm. um but it actually turns out it's just nick nick comes out through the bush and it's just like oh like, i found you oh my god um so you, you end up in the same scenario of being reunited with nick but just mm. in a different way well it's fascinating too because it would have been interesting to see like if you kept following the voice what would happen there but i don't yeah. assume it's just I, I think everything leads back to nick because of what happens in later on in the chapter right right um, yeah, so we eventually meet back up with Nick. We both sit down on like this this piece of wood. It might have been the same place when we were. She was drawing the sunset. It kind of looked like it was very the very that that area, but I'm not sure. It's it's that area. It's it mm. is literally that neck of the woods. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well place. done. <laughs> well done. Uh, yeah, they they talk. Nick kind of apologizes half apologizes for what he does because he, he does make a comment of some like oh yeah like emma's tongue was in my throat and she was doing a good job or some shit like that like digging He's himself further into the hole. yeah digging himself further into the hole um there's a prompt that says kiss that you can kiss nick with it with playing as abigail we decided to kiss him they kind of make amends they kiss mm -hmm. yeah i did more thing yeah, I was going to say, I did the same thing. So you have a choice yeah. between, he asks why you left, and you can either skirt around it or be up front. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I want to know why he did this to my girl. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and so he just, like, puts it on, and he's, he basically says that he knew Emma wanted to make Jacob jealous, so he just kind of yeah. went along with it. Um, mm. And then I was direct and sort of very upfront with him, and like you said, they kind of made amends, so I chose for them to, to kiss as well, because yeah. it just kind of it seemed like i don't know it's, it's that weird part in a in a relationship where it's like you know they're not technically exclusive so like it's that right. moral they, thing they of, like, has have, he done anything wrong like, right they're both also, interested in each other but they've never been like hey let's be in a couple and in a relationship exactly yeah so i think it's also a little bitch so making him upset it's kind of understandable you it know? is fair. yeah it's i fair. mean as the as the third party it is kind of fun to to make yeah. jacob upset Right, exactly. um, I ended up feeling bad for him later on, but we'll get to that. But yes, I, I did have I did have Abigail and Nick kiss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as they're kissing, they again start hearing rustling and growling that's happening. And again, they're in the same area. So they think like, oh, it's the boar. The boar is back. As they kind of walk towards and kind of skirt around this sound, this creature jumps out of the bushes and lunges at them. And it eventually does attack Nick. Uh, mm hmm it, and when I first saw this, I was like, oh, you were talking about, like, skinwalkers and stuff in the last episode. Like, that's what this is. Like, it, that's what it's a creatures. fucking skinwalker, man. And yeah. so that's also <laughs> that's also part of the reason why I didn't follow the voice, right? Because anyone <laughs> like, uh, who... Is it that App Appalachia Woods? Is that a place you guys have? Appalachia yes. Woods? Yeah. Yes. The Appalachia Appalachian. Woods. Appalachian Woods, yeah. So they're supposed to be where these skinwalkers are. And there's mm. a big thin in the Appalachian woods where it's like, if you hear somebody calling you, somebody who you like know calling you, no, you didn't, you don't follow it. That's like, that not mm, something you do because that's, that's part of what these skinwalkers do allegedly is that they attract people to them kind of like a siren. 
and they have you come to them and then they ambush you so when i got the option to follow the voice i was like mate if this is a skin like, no, i'm not fucking doing shit no yeah um but yeah it, it looks like a skin car yeah yeah nick gets attacked by it and you're again presented with a choice from abigail you can help nick or you can run away uh we chose to help nick this time we abandoned what's his name in in the very beginning oh yeah uh, fuck we went, max yeah yeah we went to help nick um yeah. And well, as so we would, because sorry, I was going to say the reason yeah. that like I helped Nick as well, but right. the reason I helped Nick is because the creature jumps on Nick and attacks him, and then kind of scurries away a bit. Because there's a so gunshot like, that happens. We, there's like a exactly. gunshot that they heard. Uh, that was it. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm going to help him, this is the time to help him. Like if I run, yeah. he might not be here when I get back. So right. I need to help him now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do eventually do run away from him, but as you go to help him, the thing also jumps and lunges on top of Abigail. And this is where I was stressed because I was like, oh no, Ab- Abigail. We can't let, we can't let Abigail die. <laughs> <laughs> um, not my, not but, the girl. Exactly. But a follow-up gunshot either hits it or scares it off of Abigail. And then that's when Abigail runs into the forest. Correct, um, yes. You have a couple options to front to continue running or to hide. Uh, in our instance, we did hide in this kind of hollowed out log. And as you mm-hmm. go in there, there's kind of a quick time event that you have to do where the monster is on top of the log, kind of punching holes in it and trying to get you. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what would happen if you failed those quick time events. If if you got attacked, um, or I'm going to assume like she dies. But yeah. um, so I I ran. Mm-hmm. And then you get another prompt later on where you can choose to run or hide again. And this time, there's like a set of stairs in the forest that are like going yeah. down to the next level. That's what we did. And too. you basically hide in those set of stairs. And that time mm. is... I don't know if that was what happened in the log, but is that How one where you have to hold in a... Stairs? I, you hide like the against stairs. the wall and you're kind of like in the shadow of the forest. At gotcha. Um. And Just that's the one where it. you have to hold A to see you if you can breath. hold your breath until it's it's mm. like okay to go, and eventually the yeah. red disappears, the creature's fucked off, and you leg it and book it. Yeah, I think yeah. you did that as well. Yeah, I, I, I did. did that I as didn't well. get the log one. I got yeah. a couple of QTEs, QTEs where I was like running through, and I had to uh, flick the stick in the right direction, and a mm. couple of them I did fuck Ooh. up. Ooh. Um, and, but luckily I managed to save main girl. She's she's yeah. still okay. She's good. Yeah. Well, so, it's good so, to know that you can fuck some of them up and not just immediately die. Right. I don't yeah. think we've I don't think we failed one yet, except for the beginning in the car. Right. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't think we failed one yet either. Um, no. Sorry, I was just seeing here. It says um, that if you foul these sections with Abigail and hide in, um, the creature bites you. Um, oh, interesting. But apparently, the gunshot goes off again. The creature lets go and runs off, but the bite has consequences in later chapters. Yes, it does. Well, okay, interesting. We know, we know those consequences all too right. Uh, okay, so yeah, after this, it kind of cuts, and now we're into the the Jacob and Emma kind of side of things. Jacob also ran off oh, into the me. woods because he was upset that the girl he likes, Emma, was trying to make him jealous by kissing Nick, okay, one of his but, best friends. But bro, could you be more of a fucking cliche? Sitting on a the big, fucking the big tough, the big tough guy, like yeah, sobbing crying, at the end of a pier, skimming yeah. stones. I was like, man, this is fucking like oh, Dawson's oh. Creek or some shit. You like. know, I will say this though. Stereotypically, our 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 bros, our big bros, big yeah. bro, are not the most emotionally in touch people. 
So mm-hmm. I do he's, appreciate. He's, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's one with his emotions. Yeah, you know, he's crying. He's sad. I identify with that. I was a very yeah. emotional kid. I cried a lot, uh, and I especially cried over women a lot, especially in my early teens. Uh, and so I'm like, God damn! All right, cool. A lot no, of the time I, in media, it's like, oh, I don't care, bro. I'll just fuck another yeah. bitch. It's like, no, no, no. I, yeah. I understand. This, this this dude has fallen for Emma and is yeah. genuinely yeah. fucking upset. I just yeah. meant the the. The sitting on a pier, skimming stones. Yeah, it's so very cliche. cliche. I agree. Yes, but yeah. I, I do, like you said, I do like the fact that, um, as much as he is like a little wannabe Chad or something, there yeah, is right. that that genuine like he is. He, upset. Does, he does have very problematic behavior, and um, I will that, not overlook that. He's oh, very yeah, possessive, which is yeah. which is not great. But, yeah. That that it, emotional side of him completely disappears when emma takes her top off like that's we, that's we, what we, i was, we'll I was just about to say leading even more into his stereotype emma comes onto the pier and sits down next to him and they they begin talking uh again emma doesn't really apologize for the things that that she did or anything uh, like that uh, she and uses then she... a fucking freakishly big mouth to be like no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah they really um, they really fucked her up if i was that actor i'd be pissed Mm-hmm. Yeah, her her and Nick really did not get good on the in the whole facial animation oh, no. uh, side of things. Um, but yeah, Emma immediately brings up the idea of them going swimming. She says like, well, "We should go find some towels." And Jacob says, "What do we need towels for?" And she begins to take off her clothes, and then the sadness has now left Jacob's body, and the yep. excitement he's, to get any kind of second uh, brain is now thinking <laughs> that he's exactly. like, "Oh, okay, right." She does make so, a comment that I was kind of like, "Fuck you," because she makes mm-hmm. a comment where like jacob's being sincere and he's like you know i'm like i'm pissed that you kiss nick like that's not cool yeah and then she makes some sort of comment about how um i think jacob says something about him being a virgin or him having never seen a girl naked before or something Mm -hmm. and emma's like well you know for a guy that supposedly doesn't know what he's doing with girls he sure as hell knew what he was doing with his tongue tongue. right exactly and then jacob was just like what the fuck i mean i mean okay Jacob's being like a weird possessive fucking Chad and like you have to get a hit in a little bit especially because he's like he's speaking down to Nick and he's like oh fucking Nick doesn't know what's going on and clearly like Jacob is an emotionally like he's a toddler pretty much for the most part so it's like emotionally mature at all no no so it's like I'm not surprised that she's like well clearly he knew what he was doing because it's like you know Jacob deserves it a little bit he's being he's being soft as hell right now there's two sides of the story definitely I mean I, I don't know what he's done to her previously that's true. Um, uh, well, we are now tasked to go find towels in kind of the this outdoor lodge area. This there's some, some canoes. It's the some weirdest building there. I've ever seen. Yeah, I thought it was indoors, and then I realized that it's it's very much outdoor indoor it? building. Like, it's like a house on top of a pier that's very just weird. out by the lake. I don't know, yeah. like I, I don't know what that's about. But yeah, there's yeah. a couple of clues uh, clues here that you can find. Um, Tweeted. Did you look through the binocular? Yeah, we did the binoculars. Yes, because in the binoculars, you look into the island and you're like, oh, hmm, is there someone in that house on that island? Mm-hmm. You you uh, did that. I did. I, I looked through the binoculars and was it like, right of I did. Yeah, admittedly. <laughs> because polygonal uh, women are my kink. But also, uh, I didn't see anything else other than some some ass. That's all there I saw. That, there was that sign that said like no swimming at all. Yeah, at you have time, to something like that. You have to pan around, and if you pan around to, there's like a house in the distance that's on that island that we go to eventually. Like the tower thing. Yeah, yeah. Up at the um, top, and yeah. you can see a light on, and like some sort of movement happening, and you're like, oh, okay, someone's in the 
in the film, which is weird because as the player, we know that everyone's accounted for because we know where everyone is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, except he, for except for the scary, scary men with the guns. Yes, except right, for them. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, we don't actually find any towels. We get to the top and realize that all the towels are gone. Uh, and there's an interesting uh, line of dialogue as Jacob goes back down to talk to Emma, and he says, "Okay, I guess we'll just drip dry, or I mean, we could shake it out doggy style." And uh, <sighs> which is which is great writing because it made me hate him. <laughs> exactly like exactly. someone wrote that and was like yeah this is he's you terrible. you just got done being like oh man like he's being emotional and he's like being one with his emotions he's like a genuine person then he's like hey we can shake it out doggy style and you're like okay fuck you uh, fuck you jacob yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're back <laughs> we're back to not like at least been a bit coy and been like made some sort of comment about like warming up or something like you right. know like be a bit more coy like yeah saying like let's shake it out doggy style yeah just you'd be like, like yeah. warm up with body heat that's yeah, at least like exactly. kind of sexy folks an image shake yeah, it out exactly. doggy style it's just like yeah, oh. yeah you, you you imply the sexual contact you don't just immediately just like, blatantly be like doggy style <laughs> yeah yeah uh emma so does jump in to... dick in you yeah <laughs> <laughs> can i use your can i use your cock warmer please i'm a little bit sure <laughs> Um, yeah, Emma Emma does jump right into the water, and then it's there's this weird scene where she's like, "Oh, help me! I'm drowning! I need a big, strong man!" And you can decide yeah, it's Jacob the weirdest either, shit I've ever seen. Yeah, you can decide to Jacob do? either to lean into it or not. I think we lean into it, and we're like, "Oh, yeah, we like beat our chest. Yeah. Like, oh no, man, I was accusatory. I'm looking at the walkthrough here, and uh, he's just like he gets into the water, and he's like, "Why don't you fucking ask Nick for help?" Oh, okay, <laughs> no, shit. She showed us partial titties. And she's being a little nice to us. So it's also the problem that, like, you don't get the full option. So you get enthusiastic or accusatory, and you'll get, like, a little four-word snippet. So I didn't know fully what he was going to say when he was accusatory. Mm -hmm. Um, he, uh, He says to her, go and get Nick to help you, and sits on the edge. And then Emma goes under the water, comes up to the pier, pulls him in by his feet, and like drags uh, him into it. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, we we yeah we yeah. jumped in, and what happens when you jump in too is Jacob forgot that he has the piece of the the whatever carburetor oil whatever shit yeah. that he took out of the car in his pocket or in his oil. Hand. <laughs> I don't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, he just has a, like a bag of oil that he's like. <laughs> They'll never find this. Uh, <laughs> but he had that in his pocket, which is now in the water. Uh, the rotor he... arm? Yes. Rotor arm. Yeah, there you the go. Rotor arm, yeah. Car part. Uh, he then, like, jumps out and asks Emma to take a picture of him. He's, like, laying, like, on his side on the pier. And that's when he hears a scream. Uh, he thinks that it is, he's like, it sounds familiar. It's Abigail screaming. And now you have the choice to either jump into the water after the part that you've dropped or go and help Abigail. And we chose to go into the forest and run after her and try to help Yeah. Her. So there, there is a little bit before that where I'm curious if you guys did. Like Emma starts splashing Jacob mm-hmm. and you can choose to lean into it and splash her back. I, I think um, we did. Uh, it's but, got that, that red bar that comes down and you have to press yeah. A to do it. I splashed her back because I was like, do you know what? Like bygones be bygones. Like let's just fucking yeah, sure. try and get it under. The I'm ready to well, move on. One thing we talked about facial animation. The game looks pretty. Some of the facial animations look impeccable. So good. The water. Oh absolutely my god! Terrible. Terrible. The water, water is so bad. Yeah. It is the yeah. worst I've ever seen. It's. Really it's I'm gonna say. Uh, it. Yeah. Oh, 
interesting okay so the next part that gets finn is like i went sentimental so you guys done that um asking emma to take a picture of you Mm -hmm. that is a choice that you have to make that's like a flirty choice Mm. i did the other choice Mm. um which is sentimental in which jacob turns to emma and's like i don't want this to end and she's like well you know like and he's like no this he's like i don't want summer to end because summer means it's the last of us and then she makes a comment she makes a comment and she's like well summer isn't over just yet technically and then Mm. jacob jacob's like something happens and jacob goes this isn't how tonight was supposed to be and emma's like what was that and he's like oh no nothing don't worry and just like completely skips it off um i also went and uh helped with the scream partly yeah. because i knew it was abigail mm-hmm. um but according to this walkthrough you can dive for the rotor arm yeah and Try there and is a chance for yeah but there is a chance for jacob to die if you do this wrong oh shit yes yeah, I was seeing um, the walkthrough I, I that I'm walking see... here. I'm walking here too. You can there's like a bunch of chains under the thing, and you can get caught in them, and you can drown yeah. here if you do, yeah. if you do the, the actions wrong. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question here because uh, yes. this didn't happen, and uh, I just wanna I wanna clarify. So, fucking what's his name? Nick gets attacked, right? Yeah, and then in a little while, everyone gets back together, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But there's a conversation that doesn't happen between mm-hmm. two of the characters that should definitely have happened which Caitlin knows Jacob sabotaged the vehicle. They had that conversation at the beginning of the game, and they go, you know, he's like, I want this note to end. And she's clear. She knows what happens, but she's fine with it because she's like, okay, he's thirsty, whatever. As soon as What's-His-Face gets attacked, Caitlin doesn't go to Jacob and goes, fix the fucking car, you moron. We need to get out of here. Shit is going crazy. He was attacked by a bear, they assume, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, that conversation never happens and Caitlin is just like well this is our reality now looks like we're staying here forever mm-hmm. which is just like yeah. okay I, I think I think the assumption was supposed to be like they had that conversation and I mean it, she was there she obviously would have seen this but it's supposed to be like she he went over there in like secret and pulled the part out and then she doesn't know about it because she wasn't directly in front of the car that saw she was in the back with the, yeah. I, I, it's so, a stretch but I think that's kind of what they're implying I, but you're not I, wrong I, I got it the same way Jared got it. Um, when you're playing, it, it kind of comes across that she sees it, but yeah. at the same point, he's under the hood and she's not under the hood. But I think that's what they're you could also do, yeah. put fucking two and two together. Like, hmm, yeah. Jacob was under the hood, and now the, and now the car doesn't car. work. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm going to kill John. I think killing John would be a good idea. And someone's like, oh, okay, that's a weird thing to say. John is dead, and you're like, I didn't kill John. Mm-mm. And they're like, you well, said yesterday yeah. that you were gonna do that, and now John yeah. is dead. He was murdered, and you're like, so no. I don't. You're, you're, you're not. I've never you're seen not. John before in my life. Exactly. I don't know who John is. You're not wrong, but I'm saying that I think that's what the the game is trying to. Yeah, it, I think it, or, at least, or at least have an option in the beginning when the car doesn't start and Mr. H is there to then have Caitlin go up to Jacob and be like, okay, like, did you lose the car? Really, yeah. Mr. H is like angry about this, and then at least you have the ability to lie and be like. I didn't do anything. Like this really yeah. wasn't me. I swear. Um, uh, no, but, but there, there's not that very big plot hole, though. I will admit. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a very big plot. Hole. Um, after this, after Jacob runs back into the forest, we cut back to the gang at the fire pit. Um, this is where you know Caitlin, Dylan, and Ryan are all sitting in front of the fire pit talking. I think they they say something about like, oh, let's continue playing truth or dare. But at, at that point, 
Abigail comes running back in and she's obviously panicked and scared and talking to Caitlin and saying that Nick got attacked by something. Um, I think you're playing as Ryan in this point and you are indeed. You, yes. Yeah. You can, you take the gun or Caitlin gives you the gun to go into the forest and investigate what happened to Nick, which I just want to say like, so and again, I'm looking at the walkthrough here. Cause I, yeah, I picked the worried option. So Abigail comes out mm-hmm. and you can choose to be worried or impatient because she comes out and she's like, Oh, Nick, like something's wrong with Nick. And who the fuck is going to choose to be impatient? Because it says here, if you yeah, click exactly. that, Ryan gets annoyed, starts raising his voice at Abby and is like, where's Nick? Why would you be angry? She's clearly upset and shook up by something that happened. You should be like, Oh my God. What? Are and you I mean, like, like, I know we keep talking about the screen, but the scream is like a blood curdling scream. Like it's a yeah. proper scream for help. Right. Something's um, wrong. Scream. Like there's something not right there. I mean, you know, you know, people in these games, they love to like be the contrarian and be like, I'm going to choose the options that aren't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And who knows? Maybe her being an asshole leads to someone not dying. You, know, you never know with these games. That's true. People are human. People can. I mean, you were just attacked in the forest. You probably be a little impatient and being like, why the yeah. fuck are you questioning me? Like, and that might also just lead into like Ryan, just like Ryan also freaking out. Like he's scared because of how scared she is. And he just wants to know what the fuck's wrong. Like what's yeah. wrong. And he gets upset and angry, but less that he's actually angry and more that he's just frustrated and scared about the situation. So I, I, yeah. I guess I can kind of see it. There is yeah. definitely not enough gaslighting in this game. <laughs> I don't want Put it on uh, the back of the box. Needs more gaslighting. Yeah, no, but there is a lot of there's a lot of backstabbing in this game between yeah. the characters, and like I I don't condone gaslighting. Don't get me wrong, but at the same point, I feel like the dynamics that have been created, there would be a lot more gaslighting going yeah. on. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, if I was in this situation and someone came out of the woods and was like, I was just attacked by something, I'd be like, Holy fucking work. What's wrong? Yeah. There's nothing out here. Like, yeah. what, you're being stupid. Like, get over it. Like, it's yeah. probably just like, you know, a deer that you saw. Uh, I'd gaslight the shit out of them. That's my natural yeah. reaction. I want everything to be okay. So I'm going to pretend that everything's okay. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, a, that's a very, uh, probable mentality too it's you know there's like the one you said about ryan freaking out and being angry but then there's also the other mentality of just like you know carpent god jesus what's the word i'm looking for um compartmentalization that's the one we got that together um yeah and just being like no you're crazy everything's fine let's just go back to let's just go truth or dare again let's go back to the cabin or something yeah. Dylan is kind of our character for that that is very much dylan's like you know like he'll he i believe he briefly does sort of be like you know like oh no no, let's not worry about this scream like let's just keep doing what we're doing here yeah um but yeah other you than, can go on yeah other than later in this section not that much farther later he's literally like oh we need to cut off this dude's leg <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fully, exactly. yeah fully embraces the situation and is like no we need to cut off this guy's leg and people yeah. are like, yeah. What are you um, talking about? Yeah. What is you, happening? Exactly. You can choose um, to um, try and get Caitlyn to go into the forest. I didn't. Right. Um, no, exactly. I was quite certain, like, we'll and I was like, "We'll go." Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, apparently, if you tell Caitlyn to go, she just loses respect for you and is like, "Well, no, I need to look after Abigail. You go," yeah. and you end well, up that, going as Ryan anyway. Yeah, that's that's the part that makes sense. But it seems like either way you choose, you go as Ryan. Hey guys, Ben here, just to come in and say we're going to have a little word from our sponsor, and then we're going to jump back into the episode. 
Um, as you're running through as Ryan, this set of, sets up a series of quick time events that could mm-hmm. change and adjust how you do things. So I think there was only, yeah, there's a couple where you're jumping over like uh, gaps in the ground. You're going like across rivers and everything. And there's a point where you can jump across like a large river or go across a bridge. And we decided like, okay, let's, let's just go across this bridge. As we go across this bridge, one of the planks like break and Ryan rolls his ankle, which then now he's, he's like stumbling as he's running. And we are, our quick time events were like jumping up the stairs and everything because we have now rolled our ankle going that way too. Um, did you feel any of these quick time events, Ben, or, or, or do anything different there? No. So I, I fouled one part of the quick time event, but it didn't mm-hmm. end up screwing me over completely, which I'm very happy about because like we kind of alluded to, like I feel like into until dawn. Um, again, I didn't play it. I watched it, but every time I watched it, if someone fucked up a QTE, it had devastating effects. Like someone no, got gravely uh, injured or somebody died. 100%. Or like, there, there's lots of times in until dawn where if you fail a quick time event, you die and your characters. Yeah, and this, this is a lot more forgiving. Like I, I feel like if you failed the quick time event, overall like as a majority it would probably have an effect yeah it was like three or four fins and i only fucked up one of the fins um i followed the first path and then i took a shortcut and that's where i fucked up i was trying to jump across a stream or something like that yeah we i tried to do the the long way of going across the the bridge instead of the shortcuts because i think we took the shortcut the first time and then the bridge ended up hindering our thing anyways because ryan fucking rolled his ankle and failed anyways i'm assuming um, the shortcuts just have more quick time events that you have to do but are so the shortcut the, the follow the path only has two the shortcut has four but this is where we might get a little bit different because when i got to uh when i did this so apparently this is like a time fin so if you do it quick enough by taking the shortcut you can get to jacob no, you can get to Nick. Nick while Nick is being seen to by one of the hunters. That's what that's what happened with us. So that yeah. didn't happen with yeah. me. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. Okay. So what what happened with us is we we get to Nick and he is being pulled away by the very large hunter guy. Uh, mm-hmm. We we decide to aim the gun at him. You can shoot him. You have the ability to shoot him. In my mind, that would not have gone well. I was like, if we shoot this guy, that's not going to end well at all. Um, what then happens is Nick bites the hand of the, or the finger of the guy to escape. And then as he flinches back, Nick and Ryan run away. And then the, the hunter guy shoots his finger off. And so sets forth a long line of severings that, uh, I am not. Whose finger got shot off, sorry? The The hunter. hunter. He shot his his own own finger finger off. off. Which, this is where we start thinking about it. Right. Yes. So uh, getting getting bit by these creatures is is, is a bad thing. Bad. Is clearly bad because he immediately like let lets go of Nick. Nick and Ryan run away, and he shoots his own finger off before whatever Nick has in him from being attacked by the creature Did spreads you? to him. I couldn't, even if I knew that I was like I'm surely gonna die from this bite. I couldn't remove one of my appendages. Yeah. I don't have it in me. First of all deepest darkest fear is losing yeah, this 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 game and this last leg has been has been really bad for kai and the, I, the I, can't, I can't happening. even watch it in movies it just freaks <laughs> me out i i just it gets to me and there's so much of it in this game and he just shoots yeah. his own finger off so quickly I'm just like, oh. yeah so that's and then yeah. nick nick and ryan run back to, to camp uh but how, how did yours i mean run back to the, the fire pit but how does yours go ben 
because clearly it seemed like it went a lot different than what yeah, ours did. So I maybe I'm just remembering this wrong. I don't remember the hunter being there at all whatsoever. Yeah, because right when we got there, he was dragging Nick away, and we got a we pointed our gun at him, and then it did the red bar thing that gave us the option to shoot at the hunter before he yeah. got he dragged Nick away, but we decided not to shoot him. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to Google it because yeah. Um. Okay. Right. This is just a sorry. Real time googling. Um. Reach late because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I was just trying to double check. So what happened with me is that I I must have got there late because I took the long path and then I took a shortcut. So mm. I got to the area and like there's a scene where you put your gun up and you hear rustling in the bushes and it does this thing where you can move the camera freely around and like mm. move the flashlight on the bushes and then you can press RT to shoot if you want to. And I was like... Mm. Uh, unsure unsure didn't want to shoot so i didn't shoot i let the timer run down and nick comes crawling out of the bushes and then ryan's like oh nick nick oh my god oh my god and then we sort of escort him back to the forest so i oh, didn't see the hunter here whatsoever the hunter at all no that's i that's i had to i, I had to double check that but i didn't even come across him so the thing you miss out on is understanding that there is a severity to the bite that yes. equates to shooting your own appendages off yeah. as a result. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. as as far as the in-game characters are concerned, there is no consequence other than bleeding to being bitten by these creatures. Right, exactly. Um, at that point, Ryan and um, Nick are now running back to the forest, and it cuts to Jacob running around the woods again. He heard yes. the scream. He's trying to figure out where abby is uh in, in the midst of running around the forest he gets stuck in a trap it like hooks his leg and like wraps him up and now he's kind of dangling yeah exactly he's dangling upside down and as this happens the hunter now Fucking goes out john cena comes out exactly. <laughs> john cena comes out and he pulls out his knife and kind of uh does and kai called this as it was gonna happen because i thought he was gonna just murdered uh jacob but he like runs the knife across his neck and then like cuts the rope down and so classic interesting now hang on hang on classic cinema trope interesting did you threaten no no hell no we're not in the situation crazy (laughs) this is so weird so uh, like you have the choice between threatening and pleading so he comes walking out the woods i pleaded with him and Jacob's like, oh, dude, dude, please help me, help me, cut me down, cut me down. I had no knife on cheek action. Like, the hunter picks up the knife and he's like, walks towards Jacob, walks past Jacob and cuts him down. There was yeah, no, just, like, intimate it's knife a very, play. It's a very subtle threat. It's yeah. not like he, like, puts the knife against his throat. He just, right. like, pulls out the knife, walks towards Jacob, kind of, like, looks at him, brings it close to his face, and then turns and cuts the rope. So it's like, oh, okay, right. it's an implied threat. Right, it is implied. Okay. Um, but yeah, as he cuts us down and we fall, he then opens this vial and pours what I can only assume is blood over Jacob's face. And we'd already had seen That's... kind of the hunter was covered in blood. So we're under the assumption maybe this like hides our scent or maybe this stops them from mm-hmm. being attacked. It's, it's predator. It's, it's, right. the, it's the mud on the face. Um, that means you didn't throw the dirt at the at the hunter. No, 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 no. Because no. I, was I was like, like is no, this is a magic guy... ass potion that's going to save our life. 
Well, I was a, I I also thought I was like this guy. I'm on the ground. He has a knife. He's jacked. I was like, there's no way we're winning this confrontation. He's like, if, I, if I exactly, you can't Super see. Super weird choice to make him invisible, by the way. Yeah. So there is an option where you throw dirt, and mm-hmm. if you throw the dirt at Jacob, uh, if you throw if Jacob throws the dirt at the hunter, you will run off without the hunter doing the vial on him. That's the thing. So you can oh. you can choose to throw dirt as a distraction to get away. But I was like, that's not going to end well for me. That's as the player, I know there's two of them. So the chances are this other dude is nearby somewhere. So I didn't and throw dirt. other dude has snipers. So if I like try to run away and throw dirt, he could clearly be in the background and just take us out as we're running. I was, 100%. Jake, Jacob is my character. Uh, so I, was, <laughs> okay. I was playing this section. That wasn't my thought process at all. I just... My... As, as we remember from the last episode, if anyone made it through that two and a half hour marathon, uh, my assumption is that these guys are hunting the, the beast, which is confirmed, we learn. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones who shoot the evil demon that's biting yeah. Nick. Uh, clearly, they have traps all over the place, and they cut down Jacob. So as soon as I know he cut me down, I'm like, oh, this guy's on my side. Well, yeah. help me. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm not going to throw dirt at this guy. He's going to give me some, like, super this, potion. Yeah, like, yeah. This I mean, and that's... Sick. Yeah, there's that's also the assumption that I got too. Yeah, sorry, I was to say yeah. It's very clear that's the assumption because there's a line he says where he, I can't remember which one of them it is, but he's like, "Oh, where are you at, girl?" I think it's after this. Yeah, he like walks yeah. off, and you're like, "Oh, okay, right, he is hunting right something." Like, if anyone oh, shoots the hack. Else. Yeah, if, it, if anything, but... they're more annoyed that these kids are now in the way of their hunt and probably going to make things more complicated for them too. I didn't. Yes. I didn't think it was the hag. That no, was not my assumption. No, I, I thought it was Laura. Oh, when he oh, says yeah. that, I was like, "Oh, he's talking about Laura. Like that's who they're talking about." Mm, interesting. Okay, I just automatically assumed he was after the hag. But would you call? Would you like? Would you I call like... an old ghost that like girl? No, I, I assumed it was the like the skinwalker or the creatures there. Like if you're hunting, oh, then like, like turned from a girl. Oh, so into I, a okay, this is interesting. So I'm I'm under the assumption that the hag has been mis, uh, what's the word? Misidentified as the skinwalker. So I feel like the hag and the skinwalker are the same person. Do you know what I mean? Like this skinwalker goes around hunting people. And is referred to as the hag because of this legend of the lake. Ooh. Do you get what I mean? Because it's like yeah. like the skinwalker just happens to be there and then there's this legend of the hag. So when yeah. something happens, I mean, it's pretty people cool are like, they... oh, the hag got the person. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool that each each one of us has a different perspective on who he's on, talking about when he says, that, yeah, you know, oh, I think Laura, Jared thinks it's one of the skinwalkers that turned from a woman and you think it's potentially the hag of the lake who's being misrepresented as skinwalkers. Yes. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay, so you you think that like the skinwalker was a person, like in Until Dawn when the people become Wendigos. Yeah. You think a similar situation. But that's because we have bit. that's mm. because we have the context of when he shoots off his finger. Right. So at this point we I already have that context. The fucking skinwalker is Laura. It, well, exactly. That's fair. I mean, well that's what I said when he panicked and shot off his finger. I'm like, I'm like, the, it's either two things. Either it's like a deadly poison that's going to kill you, or you turn when you get bitten. Like yeah, werewolf mm-hmm. style, you get turned when you get bitten. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah that was my assumption. Um, but yeah, after that, when you run away as Jacob, that is the end of chapter three. Say that I met you. 
Now it seems they've come apart What am I supposed to do If you say we're through Are you gonna break my heart When your eyes light up they spark Yes, we now lead into chapter four, which shows Caitlin and Abigail uh, sitting at the the, the campfire. Uh, Caitlin's trying to calm Abigail down. She tells her to draw because we know that Abigail is an artist and that would kind of calm her down. She, she asks her to draw what she has seen. Um, in, in the midst of all that chaos happening, Ryan and uh, Nick come back and they kind of lean Nick down on on one of the uh, the logs there and they're trying to figure out what to do with him. And we kind of referenced it before, but this is where Dylan comes in. They're like, should we just like cut off his leg? And we're just like, yeah, what? Why? (laughs) I just want to say that uh, artists are one of the only people who ever get away with that bullshit. Cause this happens in like media all the time where it's like, you know, Oh, the artsy girl. And it's like, draw what you saw draw the terror it's just like yeah. okay like imagine if you were a musician and someone's like sing a, song, sing a song about it and they're like it was scary and had big teeth and they're like it's oh like, okay. what true. happened allow me to show you for interpretive dance right yeah exactly i think in this situation too i mean it's supposed to be like a, a calming method as, as caitlin's trying to calm her down but almost like a visual representation because they're like it wasn't a bear it was some kind of creature so i want to know what you thought this creature was uh but imagine mm-hmm. if you're just like a bad artist and it's just like a horrible like <laughs> drawing of the creature like you're not good at it. Go with like big teeth <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... yeah exactly what, one of the reasons that dylan brings up the the option of cutting off their leg is there there's this black substance that's coming out of the wound it's a plague tale Nick's Look, i don't even know if like, rats, our, like, like if our gamma is just fucked on our tv because our tv is like 10 I years old shit, at this mate. point i yeah, couldn't exactly. see anything i couldn't see anything either it just looked no. like a flesh wound and i was like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna cut this my bro just wants to make rat tornadoes okay it's just like let him do his fin are you gonna cut his leg off? Like, I'm also right. incredibly selfish, and I don't like to see limbs get removed. So, given the opportunity, <laughs> I'm like, I know uh, you're in pain, and this infection might spread, but I can't handle this. So let's not do it. Also, but just yuck. from the, the perspective <laughs> exactly. of the, Yo. yeah, just from the perspective of the characters, right? Like, the only person at this point who potentially knows that this is something that is going to be dangerous is uh, Rye Guy. Right. Ryan is the only one who understands that the guy shot his finger off. Yes, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. At this point, for us, at least for us specifically. Right. So Dylan being like, "Yeah, you need to cut this guy's leg off." In a group of like teenagers, would be fucking insane. I would be yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" Even if he was like joking, because Dylan, Dylan is like the comedic relief. You know, he's he's the funny guy. He's the jokester. Even if that was like a joke, it's still just like yeah. the fuck, dude. Like, wh- why? Fucking room, bro. Like, what exactly. The hell? Yeah, he's like, um, no, so you need to cut the- No, I'm pretty confident. This I leg had, needs to come off. I had a completely different experience because exactly. you you have this understanding of the buy and everything spread in and blah. And I want to say, I am going to continue to play the game as if I don't know that's a thing. Do you know mm, what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want... You, you wouldn't have if it wasn't for us playing through... If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know. So I'm going to keep playing yeah. as if I don't know about the bite and etc. Um, So in mine, I got the option to apply pressure. I applied yeah. pressure because I was like, that's Same a bleed. Yeah. Um, I'm really upset because uh, I read in this walkthrough here, it says if you opt to apply pressure, it won't do much except hurt Nick. So now I feel really <laughs> bad. I thought I was stopping the bleeding. Um, I mean, you did the thing you should do in real life. Right. Don't feel too bad. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Let me try in, to treat in, the wound. In my walkthrough, um, 
in my walkthrough, in my playthrough. None of us questioned it either. I was just like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said it wrong. D Dylan makes the comment, and I was just kind of like, I made like some dismissive comment where I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, how the fuck is yeah. that going to help? Like, because we got no yeah. sanitary equipment. Like, what? We're going to find a hacksaw exactly. and in the fucking dirty exactly. ass beach just chop this guy's leg off. Like, that's not sanitary at fucking at all. And he's probably going to die from shock. Like, that's not. Exactly. That was our response as well. Was yeah, just like, exactly. Uh -huh. It was like, why, why, why would you do that? What are you talking about? Um, um, and now I think we have the bush sequence. No, this is the, the thing I was yeah, talking about in, earlier when you aim the shotgun. Yeah, in, in the midst of doing this, there's <sighs> rustling that happens in the bushes. And so Ryan gets up and points his gun out there. My first thought was like, this is Jacob. I am not going yeah. to shoot. Like, this is, that's a, this is Jacob. Which, I'm not going to shoot the gun I'm here. calling this now. It's so specifically obvious that it was Jacob. And in my scene with Ryan, it was so specifically obvious that it was Ryan that at some point in the future, there's going to be a rustling and I'm going to be well, like, it's oh, be it's them. Abigail. And it's not them. It's going to be no, the fucking be a demon and you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. Uh, but Jacob runs out and he's freaked out because he's like, I just got attacked by fucking John Cena. He poured blood on my face. I was just trying <laughs> to run out and I heard Abigail scream and everything. Uh, and Ryan keeps asking, like, you know, like, where's Emma? Where's Emma too? And he tells Ryan that he had left uh, Emma back on the island. And then Ryan and Jacob kind of get into an altercation. And Ryan, like, I mean, Jacob throws a punch at Ryan. And Ryan, like, tries to dodge it. Or you like, get, like, a quick time event where you can dodge it, which is interesting. Yeah, I didn't. You I didn't dodge it? No. Oh, punch in the case? Yeah, so, so in my... This is also weird. It's like... You kill Jacob, um, not just kill Jacob. If if you choose to shoot, what? it wait, says here wait, you killed Jacob. Or no, no, killed? I didn't. I'm saying you can. Sorry, That's my, oh, my, gotcha. sorry, sorry. I was like, <laughs> shit, you killed Jacob. No, but I was just reading this, and it says the shot hits Jacob in the face, killing him immediately. Holy fuck! Oh, imagine, imagine already being like scared from playing this and like hearing rustling and not putting the two and two together that's like okay jacob was also running back so it's probably mm -hmm. him and just shooting your friend in the face right oh just god full shotgun awful. to the face um mm -hmm. so yeah so then i it, it says here about two different options but i i chose to ask about emma i was like where's emma yeah um, same. and yeah essentially that's what happens is they begin fighting over the shotgun which is a terrible idea we were just like, we decided as Ryan to like, like, let it go. Fucking gun safety. Gun yeah. safety. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, we. I mean, that was what freaked me out as they were fighting over it. And I was like, someone's going to end up getting shot in this. Yes, so the, yeah. the option as Ryan is to just let go. And so which is like, what I did as well. And know? then the gun hits Jacob in the face, which makes him piss, which makes him throw a punch at Ryan yep. in the first place. And it's really weird because I fucked up that QTE. He throws the punch at Ryan. I fucked up. He punches Ryan in the side of the face. And Ryan's just like, ow, bro. And Caitlin's like, guys, go rid of fuck up. People are dying. Exactly. You All know, that no. happens if you succeed in the QT is that Ryan dodges it like a fucking champ. And then yeah, Caitlin seriously. intervenes. And it's like, would you two fucking stop it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So there, there's a bit here that we didn't get. But apparently, if you survive that section where Jacob looks for the rotor arm, he finds the bloated corpse and will also tell the rest of the gang about the corpse in the water. But I didn't get any of oh, that. Interesting. Oh, we do, do see the, we do see the bloated corpse. You do yeah, see at, the corpse, at, yeah. At, like the end, it like pans yeah. down into the water, but not like, as Jacob. Because Jacob not himself Jacob, does it. This is as the player, not the We have any fucking player. idea who that is? No. No. Not yet. Okay. Even with our Super advanced cool. knowledge, we, we don't know. Um, it, it, it's just like a bald, middle-aged white dude. I don't know. 
Yeah, no idea. It's hard to tell. It's a bloated corpse at the bottom of a lake. It's not a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. And it's dark. Once you, yeah. This game is dark as fuck. It's so dark. I mean, I'm like, I, I have like a playthrough pulled up right now and kind of just use it to, to look at points. And I have like, I turn my laptop at full brightness. And I'm like, I can't fucking see what's happening. Okay, That's why I, I, was, just, uh, I sent you the walkthrough because I yeah. was like, this much freaking easier right um, um yeah. yeah but jacob goes back into the forest back to try to find emma and then we cut to playing as emma i just want to clarify jacob is only in underwear still at this point correct yes yeah. if you're not playing you wouldn't know that but jacob yeah. is still just in yeah. underwear. he yeah, got he's... into his boxes got in the water and then ran through the forest in his boxes yeah no um, shoes still no shoes. running through the forest just uh free balling it he's got he's got some uh he's got some strong feet that's all i can say uh -huh. Um, but yeah, we're playing as Emma now on the island, and now this right exactly sets up a sequence of Emma kind of documenting just what's been happening with her and Jacob. She's what's the happening most social the media island. star. This is the most frustrating section. <laughs> did you not? Was, did you not like you care to elaborate as an Instagram on that? model? Like, yeah. Okay. First of all, super fucking annoying. I already don't like social media. We have to uh, see her mouth up close. Uh, no, thank you. I. I did not choose to be Jacob, but I did choose to be Emma. And that was a mistake. I'll be honest. <laughs> I regret that decision. Uh, Emma is very annoying. Uh, and she is vlogging this experience yeah. uh, in the dark with the yeah. world's brightest fucking phone. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's... Okay, I just want to be clear. When you are taking a selfie, the only thing illuminating your goddamn face is phone light. And yeah. if mm -hmm. there's no light because it's dark... It's not going to light up your face. That's not how cameras work. It's not how anything in this world works. Uh, so I, this isn't even fucking possible and super unnecessary. But anyway, we're just talking. And, and none of it, none of it is important. That's like, what I was going to say. Of what like, she just kind of just talks and it's not. Yeah, she's just like, oh, Jacob, blah, blah, blah. I feel bad, but not really because I'm hot and I'm going to go be hot the rest of my life. And then she's Cut like, maybe one day when we're like 70 and like old. And, and you know and, and we're gonna be hot seven year olds then we'll fuck each other and get married but until then i'm just gonna be out here cut, doing the hot girl shit cut back to first episode where kai was like emma's the hot one emma's best girl emma uh, is the, no, no 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 i want to be clear emma is the hot one. Oh, she is the hot one but emma hot has girl. hot girl personality she which does is have hot girl personality very vapid and she has had zero struggle in her life because of how hot she is and so that yeah. is just her entire existence uh, and eventually, you walk across the whole island, you say some fun facts about the fucking island, because I guess you're vlogging, and then you climb yeah. up this ladder, uh, which you know, you know is going to lead to to demons. Of course did you Did you find a tarot card? Maybe? It's at the bottom of the pier. Like, when you go, yeah. as you're exploring, you go down to the pier, it's on the side of the, the, like, the arm of the pier. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. also weird, like, upskirt, not upskirt shot of Emma where like yeah the camera's like, like now 45 like degree output angle and you're like, yeah. like uh but then we there's a spot where she's like chewy choosing like two paths and one of them is like a, just a normal path that goes down in the one was like stairs that go up um and the, there's the some yeah to the tree house but we went we kept going straight we went straight, you, like, going we went straight. You, you still end up at the tree house i booked it straight to the tree house i was like this yeah. is clearly the more interesting option yeah. um so i went straight to the tree house and we go up there in that demon treehouse, and uh, shit ensues. Now, but this is you... this is yeah. I was like, this is the interesting part too, because as we as we open the door and kind of uh, explore the the treehouse that's there, 
there is a rustling and there's a shaking of a door. He fucking reacts like no one would ever react. So yeah. question quickly, did you find the police car keys? No. What? I don't even know what that there's is. A, there's a set of car keys that are like police car keys right by the treehouse door on the window ledge next to the treehouse. And it adds as a clue for your playthrough of the game. Interesting. No, we got like the, the, the bear spray repellent or whatever, and then we picked yep. up the taser as well. We picked up both yeah, of those. Yeah, so I, I also had the bear spray and the taser as well. These yeah. are things that you find in the treehouse as you're sort of yeah. walking along. Uh, and then, no, yeah, um, like, like Kai was yeah. saying, she reacts so weird. She's like, there's this rustling and scratching that's happening at the door, and she's like, oh, I wonder what's up there. I guess we'll check it out, guys. Let's go. And flips the latch and lets the thing out. And it's one of the fucking skinwalker things jumps right. down right in front Bro. of her. Bro, okay, right. You're with Jacob, right? You're, you're, you're with Jacob, you're skinny dipping. Not, not fully skinny dipping, but you, you know, you're in the water, okay? Yeah, There's there. a scream. Jacob books it. As far as you know, Dylan, Brian, and uh, Caitlin are, you know, still on the beach. Mm-hmm. Jacob is going towards the scream, and he assumes is Emma, is Abigail, sorry. Why on God's fucking earth? Would you open a trap door, having heard a blood-curdling scream, and knowing that nobody else that you know would be there? Like, as far as they're aware, they are the only people. Like, Emma doesn't know about the Hunters. So as far as she's aware, they're the only people in this camp. Not only that, why would you go to the island? You heard one of your friends yelling that you just spent three weeks with being a camp counselor, and fucking Jacob's like, okay, I have to go see what's up. The last thing you do is go and just be like, I'm going to go vlog on this island because I don't care about any of you. Yeah, why didn't you just uh, sit him back to the other dock and just jump out and sit on the dock while Jacob's know, doing the, this? The problem is that you guys are caring human beings and you have mm. empathy. And, you know, she fair, fair. very clearly doesn't have empathy and is very consistently worried about Emma and what's Not happening with Emma and, you know, what's how does this help Also, Emma? she's a content goblin and she's like, this is going to get views. Exactly. I'm, naked, I'm, I'm, I'm a hot I'm girl on a spooky island on my own. There's a spooky treehouse. Yeah. People are going to watch it. And right. people sadly would. Yeah. I mean, when so when this, this thing jumps out of the, of the trapdoor, this is kind of our first up-close view of these creatures. Because we kind of saw in the woods. Scary. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely terrifying. Uh, but at this moment, you have enough choice as Emma to tase the creature or spray it with the bear, bear repellent or whatever. Yeah. We decided mm-hmm. to do the, the bear spray route. Uh, which kind of like it, it hinders it for a little bit and gives it enough time to Emma for Emma to run away. Um, but Ben, what, did you do this? Did you? Which one did you do? I'm just. just oh, it. interesting. So I, I'm guessing you searched the bag beforehand as well. Yeah, because that's you can. We found the taser. Yeah, so you can choose to either search the bag, which we both did. We found the taser and the bear spray. Right. Or you can not search the bag and open the trap door. If you open the trap door, you die immediately. Oh, that's fucking crazy! Oh my gosh! Yeah, so it, it, it literally you open the trap door, it lands on front in front of the floor on Emma and just launches at her and kills her. Um, so oh, I we're making, some, we're making some good choices apparently in our, in our playthrough. Okay, also so interesting. Yeah, okay, go on. You do your thing. I'll tell you what I did after gone. Okay, it looks like Max. It does. I'm just saying. How can you say it looks like Max, bro? It's just red and bald. Uh, oh, shit. Actually, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Is that Max? 
I'm that's what blinders. I see what, what I was saying. There's a picture of it at the bottom. Kind of um, looks like Max. It kind of looks like Max. Uh, well, and, very and, and in the very beginning, Max got bitten by some creature at the bottom. Which, again, if we take into context this, and we take into context the finger being shot off, that if you get bit by these things, you turn. Mm-hmm. That's, yes, yeah, it's, it's all coming together. Um, yeah. So you, you walk me through your um, treehouse experience, and then I'll tell you. Because mine yeah. is slightly different, but we got to the same. Okay, the demon drops down. I bear sprayed it. I booked it out of the fucking house because it's terrifying. Yeah. Is that it? Also, you ran out of the house? We do like 1,700 quick time events, right. uh, which were all incredibly stressful. Yeah. Uh, I think there's only like six or seven of them. Yeah. You end up running all the way back around mm-hmm. uh, into the treehouse again. Right. And then you end up going up into the attic where the deer was. was and locking it below you. And right. you Correct. put. The heaviest object you can find, it's a toolbox. which is a toolbox, not a big toolbox. I got, I got, nope. like a small little toolbox. A toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. She like put that on the door, and she goes, just like, "Yep, yeah. I did um, my job." But yeah, at that at that point too, we then proceed to climb on top of the treehouse, which there's a zip line that goes from the treehouse down to the dock below. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you start reeling in the zip line towards yourself, it makes noise, and Emma stops and looks around because she knows that this thing is just going to climb up. You have a choice to quietly and slowly reel it in, or you have a choice to go quickly. We did it quickly to get it to us as soon as possible. Uh, as the thing jumps up and is now crawling behind us, we now have a choice to jump off. As we jump off, we land on the zip line and then safely make our way all the way down. Which is another quick time event, mind you. Yeah. So you have to successfully grab on yeah. to the zip line. And then uh, Emma and then... Emma lets go and lands in the water, and then she swims to the dock. I yeah. would be really interested to see what happened if you guys had fucked up that QTE of landed on the zip line. You would fall like... to your death. Right, you know, surface tension of water and, and all of that stuff. I don't even think you'd make it to the water. I think you'd yeah. literally just take ground and rock and yeah, die cool. immediately. Uh, so my one was a wee bit different. Um, mm-hmm. So the creature dropped down in front of me, and I had the choice of bear spray or taser. And I was like, bro, taser nation, let's go. Tased you got to get oh, close you, to that. Did thing. you get a picture of it then? I tased it. I got a picture of this motherfucker on my phone. I know what this yeah. motherfucker looks like. I got evidence now. Um, similar situation, you run around the house, you go back up. There's a choice where you can either go up the trap door or like hide. And I was like, who, who the fuck is going to hide? So I went up the trap door, um, yeah. did the same thing, put the toolbox on the top, got to the uh, zip line. I reeled it slowly. Oh, interesting. Because my, my logic was like, this fin still thinks I'm in the trap door. It's still, cause you can hear it trying to get in the trap door. So I was like, yeah. I think it's occupied there long enough that if I don't make, <clears throat> if I don't make noise, then I can get it. Um, did that work out for you? It did indeed work out for me. I reeled it in slowly. Uh, the creature comes towards me. I grab hold of the zip line and it gets very close to me, but I don't have to jump or anything like that. I just book it on the zip line. Dude drop into the water same as you guys did do yeah. you want to know my logic go on him. between the slow and the fast mm-hmm. have you ever been in a movie theater and you've had a bag of candy because they still it in boxes but there's a little bag yep, if you no, do no. the bag slowly it's the loudest thing on the planet it takes you like 12 minutes <laughs> but if you do it quickly in one foul swoop you're just like <laughs> it's louder but it's loud for a very short amount of time. So and that was the logic is... that I used for the screechy screech. So you you crank it once and it goes like, yeah. 
and then you get another choice crank slowly crank fast and you can and you can like do it bit by bit in segments you don't do it all in one go do you get a choice each time to continue cranking slowly yeah oh interesting so you you can choose to like crank it a little bit and then be like fuck this i'm just gonna book it yeah. But you, you yep. can't choose. Yeah. From the jump, um, I was like, fast. We're doing this fast. Right. Uh, another, another little detail is that, like, as they're rummaging through the bag, Emma found clothes. And now she has, like, some random person's clothes. And she's not yeah. in, in the nude anymore. She's wearing, like, a baggy shirt and some jeans that she's, like, rolled Still up. Still fits her times. remarkably well. Um, <clears throat> after this, after Emma gets back to safety, now cuts to we're playing as Dylan. And the gang has now made their way to the lodge because, as we said, Nick has now been attacked. So they're trying to get him to a safe environment, not outside in the wilderness where he can get more infection or he could be attacked by this well, creature. Yeah. Also, there's like medical supplies in the cabin so they can kind of try and right. treat his his wounds and stuff like that. Right. Well, that's the thing is they need medical supplies. So Ryan and Dylan have to make their way towards the nurse's station so they can try to find some medical supplies to give to uh, to give to Nick. Yes. Who are we playing in? Oh, we're playing as Nick in this section, aren't we? Dylan. Oh. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. This this one's this one's Dylan. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm getting confused. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because in this section too, when, when it's just Dylan and Ryan, Dylan starts hearing the voices as mm. they're in like the cabin. He starts hearing whispers of his voice, and he's also like, confused and everything. Yeah, there's a couple of questions you can do here. Um, like, I chose to, as Dylan, say to Ryan, like, I hope Nick's okay. Mm. Um, there is an option where you can be like, oh, do you think the, the monsters can track us by our scent? <laughs> and I was okay. like, no, uh, I don't need to do that. No, that's cool. <laughs> um, and I just kind of tried to be, as Dylan, just tried to be, like, optimistic, optimistic. You know, the whole time and sort of be like, you know, Brian's yeah. gonna, like, Nick's going to be okay. He's going to pull through. And then um, you determine that you should go to Mr. H's office because Mr. H has a phone and you right. can use that call, call for police and get the help. And there's a weird comment where Ryan's like, oh, yeah, just call 911. And he's like, what? Yeah. You mean 911? And he's like, yeah, that's what I said, 911. Yeah, like, or, or oh, he says he says ninety one one, ninety one one. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. He says like ninety one one, and you're like, why? Why did you say it like that? Dylan's an interesting yeah. character. I love the guy, but he's he's a strange dude. Yeah, he, um, he is phone's my dead. favorite character. Oh, Dylan's my oh, favorite. He's, Absolutely, he's the best. He is. Yeah, which is he making is. me even more like sad. If anything happens to him, I'm gonna be devastated. Well, and has to happen. That is the only outcome I want of the game. Exactly. Um, they go to make a call, and as uh, Ryan is trying to call. There's no, there's no answer. The phone lines have seemed to be cut, and almost in that same instance, all the power immediately goes out, mm-hmm. which is never a good sign. Not never a good sign at all. Just no, exactly. yeah. all coincidence. Yes. Um, uh, now we get a gun? Question mark. Yes. Uh, Dylan sees the gun in the office and goes, "I'm gonna take this bitch." And right. uh, Ryan guy is like, "No, no, 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 you're not." And then Dylan's like, okay, you're being fucking stupid. I'm going to take this gun uh, until things cool down. And then Dildog mm-hmm. uh, takes the gun. And Rye Guy's like, all right, fine, whatever, bet, take the gun. 
Uh, and then that's kind of the interaction that happens. I also think they talk about going to the uh, radio tower, correct? This is that section. Right, because that's what he talks about. He says, is there any way that we can get a communication out or to get a signal out that we need help? It's and, like a ham radio. Isn't yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Dylan, Dylan was the announcer for the camp, right. and he was also the guy that's who would play, him, the, yeah. play the music through the radio. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, there's a shortwave radio station because they used to play radio for the campers because campers all that they would used to be able to bring is uh like shortwave radios that they could listen Mm -hmm. to music on Uh, and he's like i think i can boost the signal and send out a message but we can't actually like listen back unless we have the specific you know frequency in which they're responding to Um, so then they end up having to go to the radio station oh interesting okay so so we kind of got the the sequences like flipped the stuff that happens with Dylan and stuff happens first, and the stuff where Emma's reeling in happens last. Because right as Emma gets to the bottom of this and she jumps off, that's the end of chapter four. Yeah. Oh. Also, yeah. also, you guys chose to jump to reach the zip line. You yeah. can choose to keep reeling a zip line in, and if you do so, Emma still gets away, but she is bitten by the jump. Oh shit! Look, you jumping. Jumping was the good quip. There's the good. Uh, was yeah, the good jumping option, was yeah. was the good option. Um, but yeah, that is the end of chapter four. Like we were saying, uh, the game just picked up. Like Ben was saying, it's a roller coaster, and we are just on the action part on both of mm. these chapters. Um, yeah, yeah oh, just for, I was oh, say, for just for cute, just for continuity's sake, uh, we do have a gun at the end of this. Um, yes. I know we mentioned it. There's this weird little section in this walkthrough here where. Basically, Ryan tells you to give Caitlyn the gun, yeah, um, because we know Caitlyn is a good shot based on right. what we saw with Jacob and him. Um, it doesn't matter what you do; Dylan will end up with the gun either way. Right. Oh, no, right. Dylan ends up giving the gun to Caitlyn. Caitlyn, right? Um, well, because basically, I I went with the option like you have an option of being like, no, it's my gun, or you guys are going to stay in the house. You need to be able to defend yourself. Take that was the gun. our thought process. Cause yeah. this is the instance where Dylan and Ryan are like, okay, we're going to go out and go to the radio tower. You guys Ryan stay has here. a gun. We already have you're, a gun. Yeah. You guys need a gun as well. Cause you're not protected yeah. at this point. Not only that, you do a little flirty flirt where you're like, you protect me, big strong man. And, oh, yeah. uh, then, uh, Try Ryan, for your life. Try Ryan for life. decides to give you the gun as Dylan. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. outside Dylan is like, you're fucking crazy. This is gonna be your gun. I'm not yeah. gonna hold on to this gun. Right. He's also like you're, you're like a better shot than me. Seems like you just yeah. Uh, I love them so much. You know how to handle a stick better than I do. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go around. Kai, we'll start with you. How did you feel about chapters three and four of the quarry? Uh, as we assumed, uh, it's picking up. Uh, I me- yeah, we, we should have, but at this point, I have already started. Uh, we are, you know, starting to see the beginnings of how our downfall will become. Uh, we have our first character that has been attacked by a demon. What, what is happening? I, I, I was in my head. I was like trying to, call, I was like trying to figure out what was wrong. And I was like, what did Ben say? But I realized that you said he was to go last because your game, but continue. I understand. <laughs> I just saw like the mental <laughs> processing happen and then you just mouth the word oh and i was like all right fuck it it's fine i realized what i had done wrong but continue okay. your thoughts uh i think we're getting a lot of good insight into the different characters as, as vapid and annoying some of them can be like the jacobs and the emmas of the world uh and even the nicks for some part like nick is not an interesting character uh he, no. he's not he doesn't have a lot of personality going on he's just australian which for for americans is like 
Interesting for us. <laughs> like, like that's entirely Chris Hemsworth's career is just being an Australian person. Uh, and uh, so that's fine here, but I don't know if that plays well other places. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, this has all of the good hallmarks of a scary, spooky game. Uh, it is very reminiscent of Until Dawn. Yeah. Uh, I think there's great jump scares that work really well. I think decision-making feels, for the most part, very realistic. Um, there's, like, a couple things where I'm like, okay, that's weird. And as I mentioned before, the, the lack of conversation between Caitlin and Jacob, especially when he comes out of the forest of being like, okay, you need to fix the fucking car, you psychopath. Like, we need to get out of here. Someone is hurt. Like, people are freaked out. Um or at least any confrontation of like, did you do that of any kind during a part of the game? Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, at this point, we've already played through through the next chapter, so I know what is coming, and it only yeah. more aggressive and more scary from here. Um, yeah. But yeah, generally, I I really enjoyed this section. I think you know the dynamics that are starting to unfold of where allegiances lie and where little weaknesses of character exist that can be exploited down the road is very interesting and i look forward to seeing mm. this through um and the the skinwalkers are fucking scary like they're a good they're villain ter- they're terrifying mm-hmm. they're like, it would be really easy to like make them look like werewolves and put fur on them and make them yeah. like less scary but they're like bald creepy motherfuckers that are like seven like a, like a little bit of hair they're like oh. red do you reckon yeah. like the the fact they are red has something to do with what the hunter poured on Jacob? Maybe, maybe. like to make them see like they're like one of them, so they're not attacking. See, like, or, or maybe or it's like uh maybe it's like a smell thing, so like the scent is the same as a skinwalker, so they won't yeah. attack them. Possible. Um, I like the environment. It's very dark, and it's a great setting for one of these games. And like yeah. camp is camp at night, forest at night, generally very scary. But like camp, something about that. Like, and especially something that's empty. Like, I find that the scariest places are places where have been abandoned, where people were but are not anymore. There's just something yeah. very eerie about that that setting and feeling. And so, you know, it's a, it's it's great. So far, I'm having a, a blast. This is everything I wanted it to be. Um, the voice acting is very good. Mm-hmm. The water animations are terrible, awful. The worst I have ever. It looks like Jello. It looks like it looks like Super Mario <laughs> Sunshine water animations. Like I don't understand how Mario that came out. Where someone was like, "Yeah, this is fine. We'll release this." Like, no, yeah, no. Also, some of the facial animations are questionable at times. But other than that, yeah, still, yeah, still you've strong. Got a problem with like Emma's snake jaw? I what's your problem with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just I, once again, it's like those weird choices where like. I think it's more like the inconsistency too. If they all had bad fa- facial animation, you're like, yeah. But then Abigail has like fantastic facial animation. It's like they're wow. like, this girl's too hot. How do we make her less hot? Give her a junk. <laughs> give her a snake. Give her a snake job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then some of the decision making feels non-realistic, which is mm-hmm. sad. Like Emma's decision making, yeah. I just don't understand. And it's not even like it's optional to make those decisions. It's just like her natural reaction to things is so bizarre. Yeah. that it completely breaks like the suspended disbelief of the game where you're just like okay no one would ever do any of this this is ridiculous i don't know because i mean we we don't live in that in that clout world do you know what i mean like we're not clout chasing excuse little goblins. me excuse me i is our resident clout goblin here on the podcast uh, right no you're, you're, you're right you're right, right. I, I, you, I, you're I'm a clout goblin to a certain extent but you're not to the extent of like my friends may be in danger i'm gonna go explore a creepy abandoned treehouse on my own that's true 
Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, I guess that's the thing. I can't imagine anyone doing that. But then again, you know, Logan Paul went and saw a dead person in Japan and decided to put that on YouTube. So like, exactly, exactly. Clearly that's like there's a questionable decision-making happening out in yeah. the world that, uh, that is realistic. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to jump to the next section. I'm excited to play through this game. Um, and that is my, my summary for these, for these two chapters. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, I'll go, I'll go here. This is immediately kind of the the pacing has been done well in this game. I think after chapter two, and after you know we talked about it in the last episode that maybe it kind of went a little long in the world building and everything like that. But I think that it the the action and the events starting to pick up now, the suspicions that we had from the beginning, some like the creatures and everything like that, that seeing these hunters having all that stuff come into fruition and still not knowing a lot of information about them, but slowly peeling away the layers of like what these things are, what, why are the hunters here? They're clearly not after us as individuals. They're clearly hunting these creatures. Um, I think it's, it's, it's come at a perfect point. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the, the, the voice acting is done inc- incredibly well between most, if not all of the cast. Uh, the game still looks beautiful aside from some gelatinous water that we had seen. But uh, uh, other other than that, it still it still looks impeccable. Even though, like, especially in these 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 two sections, it's just been dark the entire time. Like, it's just kind of been really dark in both chapters three and four. Um, but there's still some beauty to that too. They did a good job of making the environment feel eerie and feel scary. And there's times times where you legitimate can't legitimately can't see things. And I think that just helps build to the experience and build to the the suspense and the thrill that this game has. Mm. Um, the the story is interesting. I gosh, I, the, the, I'm still hooked on the fact that you can shoot Jacob in the face with a shotgun in that bush, and I'm afraid that we're gonna make some small mistake like that and just kind of murder one of our characters. But it seems like we've been we've been making good decisions so far because, like like Kai said, no no one has died just yet. Um, but I'm enjoying my two, time. One bitten person or two bitten person? We have one bitten person, which is right. Nick at this point. Yes, um, I was telling ben before this like it's interesting so much so that our significant others have now wanted to watch this and they are almost begging us like hey when are you going to be playing this next because i want to sit down and i want to watch it with you yeah there are chants of Corey uh early (laughs) yeah exactly Corey, Corey. um yeah and this is the first game that's ever happened right so much so too like after because Kai's significant other Jordan came in a little bit later and then my wife Sarah explained what was happening to her and I was like you should have come on the episode you did a great job of explaining yeah, that and it, it didn't and... take her two and a half hours are you guys like, gonna uh, like movie mode it once you've finished would you would you movie mode and just sit with your significant others and watch it happen I don't think so because I think after they've experienced it and watched it, I don't think there's a good chance of them like, oh, well, let's try it again. I don't know. When we were explaining the movie mode to my wife, she was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, like the the concept of it. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I also think the emotional labor that I'm going to go through throughout this game is one of those things where like I'm not going to be able to sit through it again. Yeah, I can't yeah. watch my boy die again. Like, yeah, like that's <laughs> not, not only that, but like Kai was saying, the the dismemberment that happens in this game. There's a uh, there's there's some good a good amount of it that's that's happening and that's a lot <laughs> right yeah there's a lot of good games where i'll play and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna play this again and by the time i'm at the end i'm like i can't i can't do this mm-hmm. again do like this. last of us last yeah, of us two, two when you're playing through it you're like oh this is amazing i'm gonna play this a million times and you get to the end of it and you're like i'm never gonna touch this again this is you still hard. we still only play through it once 
yeah. and it's it's hard to go back to. Yes, but th- that being said, uh, the game has only intrigued me more and more and and continued to pique my interest as it goes through the characters have been compelling enough to make me interested in them uh, some more than others ryan and dylan like we're fighting for you the whole time we hope i i told kai this when we were playing i was like if just dylan and ryan survive i think i'm cool with that like i think that's yeah. something that i can live with and something that we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna consider that a win them for life yeah and exactly they never leave each other's side yeah. that's an outcome that i think i'm okay with um but no I'm, I'm excited to hear what happens next i'm excited to peel back more layers of this mystery and yeah it's it's been a great time awesome well i can't really add anything that you guys haven't already said um yeah the it's so weird because i was saying last episode about how i felt like it dragged on a little bit but it ended up going into such a perfect pacing because i i don't know if it come across properly in the episode but when you're playing the the avalanche of things that happen and the way that they happen just feels natural like it starts with Nick and Emma, uh, Nick and Abigail being attacked, and then it just progresses and snowballs, and like things just lead on to one to another. And now we're in a situation where Ryan and Dylan have decided to go and contact help, and that is a direct result of Nick being attacked and Nick being at the house. So it's that progression of events has felt really natural, and it's been really nice to kind of just watch it flow into one another um i agree with emma um what you guys like what kai said about sort of like her actions not making sense i do think that it's supposed to be this representation of like you know oh here's this super self-absorbed instagram wannabe person you know just absolutely has to vlog everything and has to turn something into a monetizable event um and so it'll be interesting to see that. I yeah, I I'm really liking the atmosphere. Um, I these scenes with the shotgun flashlight in the bushes and whether you shoot or don't shoot have been some of the most nerve wracking things that I've played in gaming for a fucking long time. Absolutely. And knowing that I could have shot Jacob and Jacob died. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not a massive Jacob fan. I'm not going to sit here and say he's my favorite character. But I like, (laughs) yeah, I like the guy enough that I don't want to shoot him in the face, you know? I want him to, I want to see him come out the other end of this as an emotionally mature person, move on from Emma because she clearly doesn't want to be with him, move on and kind of live his life and go and do whatever. So, yeah. And just, yeah, it's just those moments are so tense. And, it's crazy to me that just one choice with Ryan and which path to take completely led to this different scenario where I don't know about the bite being the cause of people turning into these creatures. Yeah, And so it's really interesting to see that side of it as well. I think it's a brilliant atmosphere. It's a brilliant environment, great pacing, great storytelling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm... I have not played chapters five and six just yet, um, but I I very much had to pull myself away because I wasn't yeah. sure when we were recording, and I was like, I kind of just want to see what keeps happening, and I was like, no, okay, I'll wait, <laughs> I'll wait. 
Yeah. Uh, we, we, we didn't touch on it a little bit in here, but one thing too, in the first episode, it seemed like a lot of our decisions were the same. It was very reassuring to see that there is very big differences like big mm-hmm. plot points that both of us either didn't have or both of us missed. Like yeah. that's the thing with, with these games. And that was a little bit of a worry in the first episode was how impactful will our decisions actually be? Uh, and it seems like, I mean, just none of us did it, but killing Jacob right in the beginning, it seems mm-hmm. like that, that, that our decisions are going to have a drastic effect on the narrative, whether that's yeah. like people living or dying or like just information, like, like the whole bite thing and everything. Yeah. And I mean, it's, there are some moments where you end up at the same situation regardless yeah but then there are also moments where like okay you could have shot jacob in the face but he also could have drowned trying to get the rotor arm you know emma could have been bitten right like like, there's a whole slew of things that could have happened and so it's almost as if rather than branches that converge off into different ways it's almost like pathways and the pathways all crossover eventually yeah exactly yeah regardless of like the journey will be different but the destination may be the same but then that will branch off into its own ending and it will branch off into its what is it 180 different outcomes this game has or something like that it's absolutely crazy yeah um and just while i remember because i will forget i just want to praise uh the update that happened like two days before we're recording oh, yeah. this your, your pc journeys huh? is that better now? um so the pc is still not performing great uh there's still a lot of dropped rates and, and everything like that but what i want to commend is the fact that the wolfpack mode is now out that is a oh, eight good. eight line uh, eight player online co-op experience um the host controls the person and then everyone who is watching gets to make the decisions rather annoyingly all eight people have to have a copy of the game you can't invite people who don't own the game which is a a little bit annoying it would have been nicer if they were just like oh you can have you can host up to three people right and games have done that recently too like especially in this kind of thing have it where as long as one person has a copy then everyone can kind of participate yeah it takes two didn't yeah, exactly. give, give a exactly. copy away or something like that yeah, yeah. Right. and they also made um the podcast the in-game podcast is available to listen to on the main menu uh you can go in and listen to all i think it's like six episodes of the podcast that ryan was listening to um one of them being about hackett's quarry and the hog of hackett's quarry oh, that's interesting. and then other ones being about other sort of paranormal yeah. things, but the hog of Haggard's glory. The hog, the hag, the hag, <laughs> not the hog, the hag, the evil hog. pig. Yeah, um, but yeah, but yeah, we're, just, we're, we're, brilliant. we're excited for more of the quarry if that's not apparent <laughs> in this episode. But guys, thanks for getting to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening as always. Uh, and let's get into what we're going to be playing through next week snacks, chapters five and six. Yeah, I was trying to pull up what their the chapter names are called, but I was just good. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be playing through chapters five and six. Chapter five being white noise, and chapter six being prayers by night. So yeah, tune in for that this week. That's what we're going to be playing through. Uh, but as Kai screamed, we're going to talk about snacks. Kai had recommended yeah. that we all bring a snack recommendation to the table. Uh, and Kai, do you want to start us out with what yeah. are some snacks you like? I got four. Four snacks. Four, cool. four snacks. Is. I want zero judgment for these four snacks. I Your eat snacks them. Suck. 
consistently. The first one is a beverage, uh, which is technically not a snack. I'm going to be honest. It's a beverage, but whatever. Uh, LaCroix Lemoncello. Fuck you. I was going to say that one. Best beverage. Best bubbly water ever. Delicious. Vanilla lemon. Hits different. Great. Siggy's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced, which is which is great. Siggy's Coconut uh, Skier Yogurt. Fucking phenomenal. Put a little honey on that bitch. Goddamn. It's a, it's a, it's a literal snack. Uh, the Golden uh, Island Pork Jerky which they sell through Costco, but you can also get on Amazon, is amazing. You can, It tastes like Korean uh, meats. It's lovely, delicious. We love it out here. My last one, uh, Lesser Evil, which used to be Buddha Pop, and I'm pretty sure they changed oh, because they got a lot of shit. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of shit because, uh, you know, they're not actually Buddhists. Uh, so they turned to Lesser Evil. Uh, they have a hibiscus popcorn, fucking phenomenal but just the standard kettle corn it's lightly sweetened so good mm. i eat it every week uh it's a great it's a great snack choice um if you couldn't tell i'm white and live in southern california because <laughs> those are some of the uh most white person snacks on the planet <laughs> one of them was yogurt and uh low calorie popcorn but they're delicious every single one of those is, is wonderful i eat all of that almost on a weekly basis uh and those are my snack brands uh, nice. No judgment, uh, because I also will provide some white snack options uh, for you too. Uh, mine was also going to be the the uh, Lacroix wa- uh, fuck limoncello drink. So good. I will do you one, and I'll do the the lime and ginger Waterloo's. Before the limoncello came along, yeah. that was the best flavor. Yeah. Uh, me and There's... Jared have a deep love of bubbly water. Yeah, uh, we do. We, we, love, really, we, we love really drink soda, so that's our that's our soda is yeah. is bubbly water. Our carbonated kings out there, you know, you know if you know. But uh, <laughs> you should try to start like a like a, the short kings thing. Try to start a carbonated kings. Carbonated kings, hundred uh... percent. <laughs> if your water is still, you can't be you can't be our friend. Sorry, it's just, it's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, the second one that I recommend is Trader Joe's Rainbow and Trail Mix. Uh, it's fa- that one or the sweet and savory. Both of those have, you know, like your normal trail mix uh, amenities, raisins, almonds, all the, the nuts and whatnot. The, the sweet and savory one has like little little yogurt clusters in it. Delicious. Same as Kai. I get oh, that. That's good. Holy shit. I, yeah, I get that all the time. Almost every week I have that. Um, the I usually get like granola bars every week too. Some of my favorites are like the kind bars. They have a, like a lot of those. There's like a peanut butter one. I'm a slut for peanut butter. I love like all things peanut butter flavored. So like, sure. the... he, he, is a, <laughs> he, he doesn't like regular peanut butter, but peanut butter yeah. flavored things. I'll take peanut butter reason. flavor any day over a regular actual peanut butter. Um, those are absolutely fantastic. And then my last one is the kettle brand like chips. And there's a lot of different flavor ones. And they just came out with like this habanero lime. It's so good. It's like that, really spicy. Oh. The fucking truffle chips mm. are ungodly. So good. Ben's, so good. Ben's concerned. Yeah, y'all are um, talking about shit. I don't know. <laughs> well, that makes sense. We that's live in what different I assumed, countries. Yeah, I assume that's what this was. How this was going to go. Uh, but yeah, those are my recommendations for snacks. If you live near Trader Joe's or anything like that, then check those out. But Ben, hit us with some some snackaroos here. Boom. Okay, so I I went down the obvious route of like I'm British. You guys don't have this. You should try it. Um, first one, I know it's super stereotypical, but 
you've got to try crumpets right crumpets are fucking amazing um they are like super fluffy dough fins that you smother in butter and it's fucking gorgeous um I know you guys don't have chili heatwave Doritos. If you can get your hands on chili heatwave Doritos, fucking eat chili heatwave Doritos, right? They're so good. Um, we have like the, the spicy sweet chili ones. That's what we have. Oh, man. These are like different. Uh, crunchy bars. Okay. I didn't know you guys don't have crunchy bars. This is a bar of honeycomb just coated in chocolate. If you like honeycomb. Uh, wait, do you guys have honeycomb in the US? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank yes. fuck. Yeah, right. So it's just it's just a honeycomb chocolate. It's brilliant. Um, there's a bunch of stuff I was looking on here. Like I know I've spoke to you guys before. You guys don't have Battenberg. Like if you can no. get a hold of Battenberg, Battenberg is amazing. It's like sponge cake with jam in it, and then it's wrapped in something called frangipan, which is almond like icing. Why are all why are all of your snacks sound ridiculous? <laughs> Who is in charge of naming British snacks where they're like, yeah, we got Jaffa cakes and French pen wrapped in a, <laughs> in a boot loop and uh, it's swooled with corn right. like why is, why is your English like... accent like 16 decibels higher than your normal voice? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Man. But uh, that's what <laughs> I feel like. What, your snacks are just a random like generator of fucking syllables and uh, vowels. Look, that's, say that's what all. you want, all right? French pan's a weird name, but Battenberg cake fucking amazing oh yeah battenberg um, that's not the weird part it's the no. brand japan you, you mentioned jaffa cakes if you haven't had jaffa cakes you need to have jaffa cakes it's like orange in chocolate with like oh, sponge on the bottom it's really nice uh, but it's like a like a well it'd be a jam for you guys but like yeah like jelly basically um and then i i didn't realize apparently you guys don't have these in the uk um these are drinks um specifically adult drinks also known as mm. alcohol um I mean, bring alcohol as a snack uh so there's a company called whitley neil who do uh different types of flavored gin and stuff like that really really nice but the one that they have good. that's flavored over here is a whitley neil rhubarb and ginger gin which is really fucking good really what, good what was it called rhubarb and ginger gin okay, rhubarb and ginger but what was the brand like the branding called of it whitley, whitley neil, neil. Whitley Nil, N E I. Whitley Nil? Yes. Oh my god, I thought I heard Whitney Mill. Oh, here we go. Whitley, Whitley Nil gin. gin. Yeah, they have so many, and all oh of the god, Whitney Nil ones are really. I have a Rosby one in the kitchen that I drink that's really nice. Um, off the back of that, two really nice gins if you're into gins. Uh, Sipsmith is a really, really nice. Um, gin that's distilled in the uk and is like small batch so it's almost I, like a craft I, gin i do like sipsmith uh sipsmith is amazing and roku is a japanese gin that's oh. really really fucking nice as well i also like roku the bottom don't, don't even get kai started on I, yeah this is dangerous Dude, also gin, gin let's hold on shit. hold on let's save this for next episode we're gonna bring our favorite alcohol brands wait you did last time let ben choose yeah. a theme fuck you ben you're choosing this you started okay. us down this this path. Okay. So uh, before we get onto that, also, if you drink whiskey, oh my god, Glenfiddich. No. What? The fuck? You're supposed to wait. No. Let me finish my recommendations. <laughs> These are not snacks. 
I don't give a fuck. You can snack on fucking alcohol. What are you, what are you a writer from the forties? Is there yeah. something like I don't I don't need food. I just drink whiskey and smoke. Liquid lunch, man. Those are the only things that give me. If you like whiskey, drink Whitley Neal nineteen year Scotch whiskey. Very very nice. Um, um, I will accept the recommendation of Kai's recommendation to be my recommendation to the alcohol. You know what's funny? It's because I, I think last week was also supposed to be yours, and Kai it is, yes. took it snacks, and, and took it this time, and he took you can his do it alcohol next drinks. Unless Thank you, Kai. You're so gracious. Unless you think of something else fun that we should recommend. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, uh, yes. I, will, I will put this out there. Most of my recommendations will be gin, because that is the sole spirit that I drink. Um, I, too, am addicted to gin. But I will try to... I drink fruity drinks that are delicious. I I think that'll be good for most people. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I do like a a cocktail, to be fair. Yeah. Okay, Okay, guys. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening, as always. Like we said, in the next episode, we will be covering chapters five and chapter six of The Quarry. Also, we're going to be talking about our favorite alcoholic drinks. So be excited Mm -hmm. for that. Uh, But that's it. Until next time. We'll see you later with more exciting, hopefully no more deaths or no deaths at all in the quarry and just a bunch of life. No deaths. We shall see. We We already played two, five, and six. No deaths. See you later, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.